0: No. Man, no. Norwich. Sorry, well. no. Nor- a Norwich, sorry, I'm with you somewhere else. <laughs> Norwich. We're coming all the way from Norwich, the next one you'll be hearing is Ebert Wilson. Can
1: we all stand? Sure. Amen? Amen. 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 Amen? Amen? Amen. Ebert Wilson. <laughs>
0: Thank you. thank you, Brother Kenny, for the introduction. You're welcome. Cromwell, Connecticut. <laughs> I don't know God is prophesying to him. I don't know. Probably a house coming underway.
1: I thank God for that. I it. Yeah, the
0: drummers agree, too. I claim it, I hope, is a, a, a four-family. So I the rent three out and keep the money. <laughs> amen i receive it amen so we'll just go to the lord in prayer amen. father we thank you we give you praise we give you thanks we give you honor we give you glory you're such a good god amen. teach us your goodness today in the midst of trouble amen. speak to us O father speak true me open our eyes our ears and our hearts O lord amen. teach us your word Yes, Lord. Let the Spirit give a little life, oh God. Yes. Let us leave here learning something to mature in your love. Yes, in Jesus' name. Amen. All the saints say? Amen. 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 God's love in the midst of trouble. God's love in the midst of trouble. Um, Our pastor, our dear pastor, is unwell. And so today for her, I am filling in to preach. And I had a previous sermon prepared. I just didn't revise it. But I don't care because it's so much on my heart that God has done for me. And I'm just going to speak on it. Speak about his goodness. Amen? Amen. The first scripture we're going to turn to is Psalms 32, eight. Psalms 32 8. I normally say that word wrong, and Brother Kenny normally correct me. But this time he said, You got it right. Amen. I don't have to beat him up after church. Me, me, Brother Gene don't have to double team him after church. Psalms 32, 8. That's the first scripture. God's love in the midst of trouble. God is a good God, isn't he? Amen. Amen. God is a good God, right, church? Amen. Has he done something good for you? Yes. Yes. Amen. In this life, we promise two things. One of it is to die. The other one is to go through trouble. There ain't a being on this planet, whether to be a trillionaire, a billionaire, a millionaire, or a poor <laughs>
1: Yeah,
0: I'm creating new words. <laughs> poor <Poor-oneer. laughs> You're going to go through trouble. <laughs> but God always seems, and somewhat, I know the devil got a lot to do with it, but the church has a lot to do with it too. God always seems to get the brunt of the blame of why we go through trouble. Amen. We always say, why God? Why is God taking me through this? Why is God doing this to me? Where was God? We never look to ourselves and see that we had any part to play in it. Our own will, our own decisions, the choices that we've made. I, I know the person, every time they're in trouble, they like, oh God, no, God, why? Why yeah. you do this to me? But before that situation, they didn't know God. Mm-hmm. They didn't care for God as a person. They never looked his way. But suddenly, he should just rescue them. Suddenly, it's his fault. There's no responsibility in our part of why are we in this trouble. The second thing is the wheels of life. Other people's choices cause you to be in trouble. There could be people prosecuting you. They have a will of their own. It's not God causing them to do that to you. Right? We also have the devil playing a part in it. He never liked you, and he will never like you. The feelings with the devil and me is mutual. I will never like to meet him. Right? But he has a part to play in it but whenever something happens, we just go straight to God. Maybe I sinned. Maybe I did something wrong. Maybe God is punishing me for some reason. These are the players in, in the game too. God is not the only player in the game. And yes, sometimes God allows us like Job to go through things. But we have to recognize when we're going through things, if it has to do with maturity, that God wants us to build up, or it has to do with the devil trying to put us through a hard time. Because if you keep mistaking that the trouble upon you is God, 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 guess what? You're not going to run to him for help. You're going to be on your own. So stop mistaking God for a God that causes trouble in your life. He is a good God. He said those that will live righteously must suffer prosecution. In other words, God never promised us Christians, never in the Bible, nowhere, that you wouldn't see trouble. It's a myth handed down by the church. People think that once I become born again and once I become a Christian, there's not going to be no trouble. <laughs> which life we which life living in? the youngins would say it's cat it's all cat all lies you're going to experience trouble is promised as much as debt he said you will and God knowing that we will experience trouble just as he was with Joshua just as he was with Moses just as he was with David he said I wouldn't leave you nor forsake you He will be in the midst of your trouble with you. God's not going to take away your trouble. Because, let's be honest, if there's no battles, if there's no trouble, how can we be able to to prove that there is a good God? What will there be for Him to deliver us from? How How can we call Him a deliverer if He's not delivering us from nothing? trouble is promised mm-hmm. we gotta wake up and realize and understand that we're gonna go through trouble as Christians but if you're gonna go through it anyway you might as well go through it with some confidence that God has your back Amen. Amen. so let's go to our first scripture I'm gonna be reading in using the New Living Translation It's going to be a little different from the translation you're reading. It's all fine. It's all good. The scripture says, the Lord says, I will guide you along the best, the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. The best pathway. The best. You have to realize and come to an understanding that even though the path you're on is bumpy, that God has promised to guide you along what? The best pathway for your life. You're going through troubles. They're ganging up into a work. It seems like you're always the one it seems like nobody else like you. You have to be confident that God loves you. He said, I am more than the world against you. He said, know that they will that even if they hate you, they hated him first. Amen. Amen. But that same path where you have all that trouble. That same path where they're ganging up against you. That the impact that you don't know where the money is going to come from. That's the impact when you're wondering if the light is going to be cut off. It's still the best pathway for your life. It's the best pathway God is guiding you on Amen. for your life.
1: Amen.
0: You got to trust Him. Amen. <laughs> I started looking at, it at myself too. I used to wonder, I used to ask Pastor, used to ask her, so, like, why me? <laughs> why do I have to be ganged upon? Mm-hmm. She said, why Jesus? Amen. Who was there at his side when they whipped him with a cat of nine tails, ripped his flesh from his back? Mm-hmm. Who was there at his side when they placed a crown of thorns on his head? Who was there on their side when they spared him in the ribs? Who was there on their side when they nailed him to a cross? All of the people that he healed, he raised from the dead, are the same people that ganged up against him. We don't want to go through any trouble. We want to live a fairy tale Christian life. But the Bible said, I'll prepare a table for you. The Bible said, I will prepare a table for you. Where? In the presence of your enemies. So you want the table part, but you don't want the enemy part. You don't want none of that. What do you think? Enemies come around you and sing kumbaya? Do you think that what the enemies does? No! No. The enemies are there to cause trouble. Mm -hmm. And he's saying, in the midst of your trouble, he will prosper you. So that's why, to me, it always was kind of odd that the Bible said, Come to all joy when you go through trouble. And I'm like, You telling me to be happy? (laughs) Because in the midst of it, Mm -hmm. he prospers you you flourish mm-hmm. look at the three Hebrew boys that was thrown into the fire
1: That's
0: did God come and take the fire away No, no. no. Mm-hmm. weren't they still thrown into the fire yes. mm-hmm. but they said they were another a fourth one unto a God with them in the fire mm-hmm. and he looked like the son of God mm-hmm. And the fire caused them, the fire was unable to burn them.
1: Amen.
0: And when they came out the fire, they had no smell of smoke. He didn't take away their trouble. He was with them in their trouble. He caused them to flourish in their trouble. And the king called them out. And those that set the trap for them to be thrown into the fire, they were instead thrown into the fire. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And before they could hit the bottom, the Bible said they were burnt up. Mm -hmm. That's why the Bible said that you will not fall for the trap of the fowler. Why? The fowler will fall for his own trap. That's why the Bible says, cast your tear on the Lord, for he cares for you. Amen. He's telling you, be bold, be courageous, and have confidence in him. Do what you have to do, and not care what your enemy do. It. Mm-hmm. Daniel would pray three times a day to God. And his enemy saw that he would pray to God. And they plotted against him. To have him thrown in the lion's den, and even though he knew if he went and prayed to God, the king was going to throw him into the lion's den because of the trap that his enemies set for him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He didn't care the plot that his enemies has set for him. That's right. God is the one who's to worry about that. The battle is not yours.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: It's whose? It's the Lord. So they took Daniel and they threw him in the lion's den Mm -hmm. and the Lord sent an angel to shut up the lion's mouth. And the king saw and said, Daniel, was your God able to protect you? And he said, yes, my Lord sent this angel to shut the lion's mouth. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Those lions were hungry. (laughs) The king took the hungriest lions and put them in there. Guess what? Again, the people that set the trap for Daniel were the ones thrown into the lion's den. And the Bible said before they could hit the bottom, they were devoured by the lions. The trap that your enemies set for you is for their own selves. That's right. Think about it. The Hebrews, the Israelites escaping Egypt and Pharaoh was coming for them. God didn't stop their pursuit. God allowed him to continue to pursue them. And then caused the river to close up on them and swallow them up off. He could have stopped them before they left Egypt. He wanted to prove a point to his people that he will always protect them. He will always be there with them in the midst of their trouble and he did but we need to have some confidence in our God that he's going to protect us in the midst of our trouble we need to look back and see when we go through trouble all the different times that he has delivered us and just say this is just another this is just another time your trials are there to mature you for whatever main task God has in your life. And so I had to sit back and look at it and ask myself, Okay, if I'm constantly being ganged upon, maybe there's a purpose in my life. At the end of the road that God has prepared for me, that I'll be ganged on, And He's making me go through these things so I could come to an understanding that the ganging up doesn't matter. What matters is who is with me during the ganging up. And that is God. You have to start to look at the trials you go through and see the similarities. And come to maturity and understanding what God is trying to teach you. And that's how you overcome the trial. Some of us keep going in circles over and over again the same trials mm-hmm. because... We're not learning nothing. Mm -hmm. Every time the trial come, we want the trial to go away. Mm -hmm. We want to pray the trial away. We want to fast the trial away. We don't want to mature as Christians. That's why it's here to mature you as Christians. To prosper you through it. To give you a better understanding and bring you closer and closer and stronger and stronger in trusting God. But you, you can't do that if God takes the trial away. Some of us intervene in other people's trial. You give them money, when they need not to give money. You say, oh, the Lord said to give. That's good. But get guidance from God before you do certain things. Because you're going you're gonna to make somebody's trial long longer than it should. Because you want to act on your own instead of acting with God. Amen. That's true. The second scripture we'll look to is Isaiah forty-three two. Isaiah, Isaiah. 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 oh the corrections. <laughs> Isaiah forty three two. <laughs> forty three
1: two.
0: You could come in, sister, freedom. Mm-hmm. Isaiah 43, 2. You serve a good God. Yeah. A wonderful God. Yeah. I myself am going through something right now. And it just fills me with so much joy. Because know that I understand that in the presence of it is where I really see my prosperity. Mm-hmm. And I see the prosperity happening. And I'm like, oh, I'm so excited. I'm like, you do this for me? For me? That's how God is. He said, count it all joy. you telling me to be happy while being prosecuted? I've never been so much at ease through trouble. But why? Why am I so much at ease through this trouble now? Because joy is not just a feeling. Happiness is an emotion. Yes. But joy comes from what you know. Yes. And this is why I'm preaching this morning, so that you could know so you too can have joy right. when you go through your trouble. Mm-hmm. Yes. Know that you don't have to put up with certain things the devil bring you. Yes. And know what you have to endure. It may be a part two of this because we really got to get down to it so we can get an understanding. Everyone has a scripture? Amen. Amen. I'll read in the New International Version. It says, When you pass through the waters, hmm, I'll be with you. Yeah. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you. When you walk through the fire, you will not be burned. Mm-hmm. The flames will not set you up That's a promise coming from the living God. Amen. Yeah. What does it, what is clear here? is that you will walk through the water. You will pass through the river. And you will walk through the fire. Isn't that what the scripture said? The scripture doesn't say, I will stop you from walking through the waters, the rivers, and the fire. Mm -hmm. He never said, I will take them away. He said, I will be there with you. And what? I will cause you to overcome them. Mm That's how we're overcomers. If there's no trouble, there's nothing for us to overcome. There's nothing for us to be victorious over. But what caused us to be victorious is that God is with us. And His promise is that the waters will not sweep you away. You will not drown in the river. And the fire will not consume you. We want more than that in trouble? (laughs) We got to trust the God we serve. And we got to know that he's good. He doesn't tempt us with evil. He doesn't cause the evil to hurt us. But he uses the evil to mature us. Amen. The devil brings the trial. The devil brings the trouble. The devil brings the evil. And he protects us through it. Mm-hmm. And he shows the enemy that he can't touch my child. Not a hair on your head. He says the hairs on your head are numbered. He knows it. His eyes on the sparrow. So much less you who are more valuable than the sparrow. <laughs> Every day, God thinks about you. Mm -hmm. Every move you make, He's concerned about. He said, He ordered the steps of the righteous. Mm -hmm. That's the God we serve. Mm -hmm. We will endure the trials and the troubles. Mm But it's not enough for us to just endure it. Mm -hmm. We will be victorious over it. We will trust God through it. We will have faith in God to prosper us through it. We will know we'll come out pure as gold not smelling like smoke. Mm -hmm. Because that's the type of God we serve. We will not Settle for anything less. Mm -hmm. There's a problem with a lot of us Christians. We keep settling for less. Mm -hmm. Stop settling for less. Mm -hmm. You are the head and not the tail. You are above and not beneath. Mm -hmm. You are the first and not the last. Mm -hmm. That's the type of God you serve. That's the type of God is looking out for you. And that's the position he wants you to be in. He wants everywhere you go. Just like Daniel, the king, asked Daniel, was your God able to protect you? Daniel said, yes. Mm-hmm. And that was the testimony for the king. To change the king to God. That's how we change the world. We are the Bible. We are the God that they see And the things that he does in our life. So when they gang up against us and they see that we don't fall in the ass, why? Like Daniel, you're going to say, God, send the lions and shut up their mouth. Mm -hmm. Send the angels and shut up the lion's mouth. You're going to be able to testify to your enemies. Mm -hmm. And that love of God that protected you will change them. I know a lot of us prefer our enemies to be stoned we don't want them to come to Christ because they did so much bad things to us but Jesus on the cross he said forgive them Lord for they know not what they've done even after all they did to him look at Paul before he was Paul he was Saul and he killed so many Christians and yet God still loved the Jews and brought him to Christ and then he wrote most of the New Testament if God had said, if God wasn't a merciful God and said, Paul, because of what you've done, I'm going to cut your head off right now, you would not have had a New Testament. Love your enemies. Why? Because you know that no matter what they're doing, God is with you and you will overcome it all. Let's go to the final scripture for today. 1st Peter 5.10 1st Peter 5.10 God's love in trouble So, a few things that we could do while we go in trouble. First, look back and see the other times that He delivered you and know that He will deliver you again. Second, look at the testimony of others because we overcome by the blood of the Lamb and by the word of our testimony. The testimony of others that overcame. You have testimony about in the Bible, and you have testimony about us sitting right next to you. We all will go through trouble. Turn, face reality as a Christian. Come to the understanding that you will go through trouble. Stop running from that fact. This is life. This is life. You will go through trouble. So when it's there. Face it head on. He says be bold and be courageous. And do not be afraid. Because he is with you. Amen. So those three things focus on. When you go through trouble. When well, you all have a say amen? amen. Again I'll be reading from the New Living Translation. It says. In his kindness. God called you to share in his eternal glory by means of Christ Jesus. So after you have suffered a little while, after you have suffered a little while, he will restore, one, support, two, and strengthen you and will place you on a firm foundation. He will restore, support, strengthen you, and place you on a firm foundation. Many of us then went through the troubles that Job went through. Lost all his kids, lost all his property, got sore from head to toe. His wife turned against him, told him to curse God and die. And yet, Job said, yea, he slay me, yet I'll trust him. And God said, he restored Job seven times. That's what the devil is afraid of. That if we trust God through our trouble, our restoration is seven times. I look back at my entire life. I have never gone backwards. Every time the trouble came, I've always moved forward in prosperity. Mm -hmm. Moving from glory to glory in Christ Jesus. The devil doesn't want that. The devil really doesn't care about Christians that are free of trouble. He knows he's are right where he wants them. It's the Christians that are not afraid of trouble he's concerned about. Because every time you move up seven times, somebody else sees and they ask questions. Why is Marty prospering? They want to know why is Brother Kenny restored? Why is he not homeless? Why is he so much better off? Then you have a chance to testify your mm-hmm. testimony. Okay. It was God. Amen. Mm-hmm. It was God. We have to s- stop thinking because we go through trouble, we've sinned. And we have to stop thinking because we go through trouble, God is beating us up. That's not the God we serve. The God hasn't brought it upon you but he will use it to mature you and prosper you. Mm -hmm. Trust him through it. Have our confidence in him and you will see God is a good God. God is a good God, church. God is a good God. So will we run from trouble? Or will we face trouble? will we run from trouble no or will we trust God in trouble trust God. will we run from trouble no or will we prosper through trouble no this is a promise that okay. you will prosper through trouble he prepared a table for you in the presence of your enemies. Yeah. Oh my gosh, somebody give me a little bit more enemies because at this point I want some more tables. Because if I if the table is prepared in the presence of my enemies, mm-hmm. everybody that know me know I like to eat. So I'm going where this table is. The table is in the midst of trouble. We don't want trouble. We're afraid of trouble. Because we're afraid. To tell us of the truth. We're afraid that we're going to go backwards. Yeah. We're afraid we'll have to start over. But look at your life. You haven't. Yeah. It's a trick by the devil. It's a trick of what could happen. But what could happen have not happened. Job was restored sevenfold. Sevenfold. Mm -hmm. Sevenfold is where the trouble is. You don't want sevenfold. Oh yeah. Okay, pray the trouble away. Mm -hmm. I want sevenfold. Mm -hmm. I'm not afraid of trouble. Listen, as long as you don't die, trouble will pass. Mm -hmm. It has an expiration date. What does the Bible say? When does joy come it? In the morning. In the morning. In the morning. It It has an expiration date. Mm -hmm. I welcome trouble. Come my way. (laughs) Come my way. This is why the apostles say, Count it all joy. It always baffled me. Why would they say, Count it (laughs) all joy and I'm going to hell? (laughs) Because they trusted in who I didn't. Who are you trusting in your trouble? Are you waiting just when the trouble comes to trust, or are you trusting him all the time? Listen. If you always have God involved, you never have to get Him involved. If you always trust in Him and having a relationship with Him, you never have to run to Him. He's already there. I literally go to work and say, "God, guide me for the tasks that I have to do." I a "Father, I know I have to do observations." And right now, I'm lazy. <laughs> I don't want to do it. Encourage me, give me the strength to do what I need to do. Mm-hmm. And guess what? I do what I have to get done. But that's my relationship with you. It's personal, it's not fake. It's not play church. Mm-hmm. Because play church can't help you when you're in trouble. Mm-hmm. Trusting God helps you in trouble. In the church? Amen, church. Amen. Amen. Thank you.